welcome to the More Than Muscle podcast. Pleasure to have you listening with us. Uh, Andy, Nat, how are we doing this week? Booming. Booming? Booming. Amazing. What's another jazzy? I'm I'm marvellous. Nat, what are you? Fabulous! (laughs) (laughs) The she. Does she she always sing? Like around the house and stuff, Andy? No? Not not so much? Andy's actually a singer in the house. Only when the cat whistles, isn't it? You, you, does it, I, I know he spits bars everywhere he goes. He bars. tries. He tr- I say, I say, spits bars. I use that in the loosest possible term. Yeah. You just try and rhyme pretty much anything that comes out. He, mouth. he sings <laughs> and he, champion. he does so many accents. And we went away last weekend, and mm. our friends that we went away with said, uh, I don't think we actually know how Andy actually speaks in real life. Keeping us guessing. Um, guys, any any big wins, whether it's personal or, or client related this week for us? Yeah, personal. Pretty good weightlifting this week. Yeah. Nice little split jerk. Split, 100 how, kilos how overhead. Much? There you go, that's the flex. Shit. And then win with a client. She just hit a PB on her clean and her snatch this week. So yeah, quite Boom, good. love that. Nat, how about you? Um... Well, my my client's been quite quiet this week because it's half term and everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> always goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everyone's turned up, which is good. All cracking on. <laughs> <laughs> I turn up to all my sessions too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that 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 is ideal. I hear you know. I I found that's that's a similar thing. I think yeah, it's during half term. Everyone's just like, oh, well, the kids got a week kids off. Are off. I'll, I'll, have I'll, a week I'll have a week off as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So this week, guys, I thought we would discuss some gym hacks, uh, little tips, tricks, easy things uh, to address common problems that a lot of clients come to us in the gym, Um, easy ways to improve your lifts, uh, reduce pain, little niggling injuries, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought we'd kick off with how to work out during peak time in a commercial gym, because I think this is quite a common thing. And there are lots of different ways you can make your workout as efficient as possible, because let's be honest, if you go to a uh, pure gym or in the gym group etc uh, they're absolutely rammed come six seven o'clock but mm-hmm. the thing is they're rammed though those times because that's the only time people can make it to the gym yeah. um so nat, uh, nat or andy i kind of said i said nandy there for Nand- a second oh I, like, I love that that's quite a nice nandy. couple though. yeah i got caught between the two of you i was like i was just like who do, who do i go to first nandy um nat- or it could be ant ant <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, Nat, why don't you kick us off? Uh, have you got any, any any pearls of wisdom or any little hacks that people can use to make their workouts more efficient uh, and get around those sort of super busy peak times in a commercial? Yeah, time? definitely try and um, I would say loosely plan ahead, um, <laughs> but set yourself up in an area that you don't have to move too much. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if somebody's doing a superset and they'll need the bench, but then they might need another bit of kit which is a cable machine the other side of the gym mm-hmm. maybe rethink that yeah um if you can set yourself up with a few dumbbells and a bench do your workout in one area i mm-hmm. think that's the best way to go about it yeah. um if you're if you're uh, working out in a busy gym try and get it done get out of there yeah mm-hmm. um or just yeah grab a barbell, work in mm-hmm. that area, dumbbells. Absolutely. A- Andy, how about you? You got any? Um, get to know people. At the end of the day, if that's going to be your gym and you're going to be going in there a lot, 
just get to know people. Most yeah. of the time, people go in there at the same sort sort of time. Communicate. Most people will let you just jump in. Yeah. You just got to kind of get out of your shell of being intimidated. Yeah. Hey, can I jump in? Yeah. You have to wait five seconds. Whatever. Get it done. I think if you get to know people, then that whole intimidation of you, it's busy, becomes less. Yeah. yeah there's mm. times when that's right. You just got to get shit done in a small area, get your stuff together. But I think people's biggest problem is they're too scared to ask. Can yeah. I jump in with yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, you can use that, but I I remember going to the gym in, in um, Guildford and I'm having to queue for the squat rack. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. really? It's ridiculous, yeah. And yeah. I have asked if you can like jump in with people, yeah. but I'm quite short, so it's quite <laughs> irritating mm. for them. <laughs> it's like when I squat with Andy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I've got to do a good morning to put it back in the rack. Yeah, I've got to put loads of weight on it. But I think... <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just don't get too stressed out about it. Collect your kit, go into your area yeah. and work. And also get out. realize that if your session says X and you have to do Y, it's cool to find like little derivatives of what you're doing because it might not go to plan, but yeah. you still get shit done. Absolutely. I, I would I would also recommend having a bag of exercises that are all going to hit the same muscle mm. group. So mm-hmm. for instance, you know, you're, you want to do a pec fly, you're looking at a pec fly machine, have like two or three alternative exercises mm-hmm. that will give you a very, very similar, you know, 90% yeah. of the, uh, the the same result from that exercise. Have a bag of tricks like that, mm. just so that you can use the alternative in that, in that situation. Don't be so, uh, you know, steadfast with the routine that, that you've got yourself into. Mm. High repeating. Or, or, do, or do that yeah exactly. we'll yeah. kick him off the rack yeah, exactly. for you we've, we've, that's we've, mine we've, we've got that clout in the gym that we can walk over to any equipment and be like no nah, no nah, mate that's mine <laughs> off you go, off you go. <laughs> so the next 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 common issue i thought we try and try and address is um people leaning forward during their squat usually speaking the back is collapsing forwards people still want to squat it's it's as we discussed during our our world cup what was it the other week on the podcast mm. best exercise apparently squat. It's a bicep curl, but still. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, are there any any quick wins or quick ways that we can uh, we can address that? I think quite major issue. Yeah. Um, Andy, do you wanna do you wanna jump in there? I'm guessing you're talking about back squat, right? Yeah, back yeah. squat. Sorry. So yeah. um, generally, if people are tilting forward, it can be two reasons. Um, the first one, really poor ankle dorsiflexion. So not really good flexibility through the ankle, the knee doesn't pass over. Mm-hmm. And you can learn a lesson from that because if you look at a low bar back squat, the knee doesn't travel over the toe and you have a real big torso lean. So that shows you a lot about that. Mm-hmm. The second would be not great shoulder um, mobility because if you can't hold the bar in good place, then you're forever fighting, trying to keep an upright torso, you're gonna fall mm-hmm. forwards. Yeah. So the quick wind would be get a disc or a couple discs Give yourself a false ankle so you can put your heels on. That'll yep. help you stay upright, your center of mass. And then spend time pre-working out your squat, doing some shoulder mobility exercises that kind of give you a little bit more space to hold the bar. Mm. Or you might just need to go a little bit wider on your grip. But those are like the basic ones. The other things could be to do with like your leverage as an individual and you might need to see a professional to set you up. I, I honestly, you rattled off about three there, and I was, I was like, oh, hang on, I've still got one. I still, I still got one in, in my to come back to me with. But yeah, no, I think, I think you've covered it pretty, pretty well from what I was thinking. Now, have you got anything to add? Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly the same. And it might just be once you once you tweak those things as well, and learning to squat with um, those changes, you might find that it 
that it completely yeah, yeah completely mm. changes your score and, and that's all you needed or like yeah. Andy said if you've done that and still nothing changes then you might have to then I would yeah go and go and see someone go and see a personal trainer mm-hmm. and maybe um, they can look a little bit deeper into that exactly I mean you talking about bar position as well I've had some people come in and say oh no I don't do squats it hurts my neck it's called a back squat it's what? not called a neck squat <laughs> well because when people put the, yeah, put yeah, the bar yeah. on their back exactly they just have it pressed right into yeah, their neck position. and it's just like yeah. it's, it, positioning needs so much and work. usually that happens because they don't have the shoulder mobility to put it in the right position yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That. so you might use an implement like a safety bar yeah. to help you we always use we always do squats in in our assessments yeah and it's such a key thing for people to do but so many people do it incorrectly mm. or think that there's only one way to do it. Mm-hmm. However, you do need to manipulate the movement slightly so it works best for your body. Yeah, because um, yeah. squatting mastery is about balance. So if you can't shift your centre of mass into the position it needs to be, then you need to understand why that's happening. And that's right, it could be just the fact that you don't know how to do it and you need to skillfully learn. Or it, can't, it could be the blockages that we're talking about that you need mm. to address. I mean, that, 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 that brings me on to the next one, I think, um, really nicely, uh, talking about shoulders and mobility and stuff. Because, again, I think a really common issue that people have usually is um, their shoulders twinge, whether it be on a bench press or a shoulder press or anything which involves usually the anterior head. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any ways you can work around that? I would personally jump in with something like try a, a landmine press mm-hmm. um, as an alternative as opposed to... Uh, going completely vertical again obviously <clears throat> a lot of that is going to be to do with your mobility so a landmine is a nice uh, builder to, towards mm. something like that yeah. but um, uh, what do you guys uh, recommend for something like that as well well yeah anything that's going to be vertical is going to put more emphasis on the shoulder mm-hmm. so doing a landmine press is slightly at an angle so that's gonna that's gonna help but bringing your bring your arm completely above your head requires quite a lot of flexibility from from everywhere around your shoulder girdle and not a lot of people have great movement or mm. flexibility around that area because everything that we do in life is is in front of us so it's all anteriorly loaded so everything gets really tight around our chest and our shoulders mm. so it's hard for us to put our arms up above our head mm. um and that's where you can get a lot of issues. So flexibility, being able to move in all areas yeah. within within the shoulder, mm-hmm. um, the lats as well, everything around that area. It's good. It's about having um, your correct shoulder blade movement. Yeah, I was going to say your shoulder blades, your scapulars are really important. They should have free flowing movement. I won't go into what they are because it gets complex. But if muscles around the shoulder girdle behind and in front are restricting those movements then you'll find compensatory patterns so like Nat says if the lats are tight you're going to get a little bit of internal rotation on the shoulder that's going to cause an impingement as you go into shoulder flexion overhead reach Mm -hmm. so then that begs the question two things you need to address is stretching out your lats and stretching out that anterior head of your shoulder of your pec so that you can get that mobility in place before you start thinking about how to load it and the biggest problem people have is they load before they get movement patterns correct. So get rid of your restrictions and then look to load. Mm-hmm. And I always go back to the analogy, there's no point in putting loads and loads of money into your train station if your tracks are shit, because your train station's irrelevant. So fix mm-hmm. your tracks and then you can go and put loads of cash into your stations, which are your muscles, and make mm-hmm. them strong. 
That's I love the analogy as well, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can tell he's rehearsed that one before. <laughs> I do this for a living. <laughs> no, I like that, mate. I like that. Um, any hacks as well? I think this is uh, this is one for the for the gym lads out there. Um, Sleds. Had a bench more. Simply, it's simple, simple and clean. Because I think there are a couple of bits that we we've talked about and done before. So it's um, to reinforce that positive starting position. So retracted, depressed. Uh, scapulas, uh, loosen up your your mm. pec minor maybe again to give you that advantageous start position. Mm. So whether that would be like a, what was it a prone row with a with a with a um, isometric hole mm-hmm. at the top or a, a pec fly or, yeah. or something like that to again open you up a little bit more. Um, but would you say there are any other uh, little tips and tricks to just try and bang up your bench nice mm. and quickly? Yeah, I think it goes back to what we just said about get your scapulas working properly so that mm-hmm. you have full rhythm you haven't got that then you're going to be pissing in the wind going forwards mm-hmm. but we know that the triceps are your workhorses so you're going to have about 70 odd percent of your press coming from them but you'll only ever be able to access them properly if you can decelerate the load and that'll only happen if your shoulder blades are doing the work mm-hmm. so that exactly what you're talking about getting your traps getting your rhomboids getting all those deceleration muscles absorbing the load so that you can then go and translate it with the tricep yeah so for me that's the biggest thing um, and then setting yourself up so that you realise it's not just about your chest it's actually a full body thing you need to get nice and rigid your feet in the floor your bar position with your hands is correct for you and then you can go and translate the force that you're absorbing mm-hmm. for me that's the key most people just lay on the bench and they're loose yeah. and mm. as you know, you know you're not going to really fire a cannon from a canoe Ah, uh, you stole you stole the analogy. I was actually uh, good at it. You can see me coming he's in all with that. Come, he's coming out from all today. It's, it's the cannon one. Yeah, exactly. You can you can fire a cannon from a from a concrete foundation, exactly. nice and easy. Exactly. So make your body that concrete foundation. Exactly. Now, uh, have you got any other analogies you can throw in with us? <laughs> or is that any nicked at all? Can't polish a turd. Yeah. You can roll it in glitter. <laughs> so yeah, if you're shit, you're weak. <laughs> but yeah, that that's the main thing. I think it's like. If you want to be strong in any lift, then you need to understand what's restricting you. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that restriction, be able to move, and then it's a process of loading it so that you can yeah. go and then translate whatever you're decelerating. Mm-hmm. Another common issue people have, I think, that we would try and address is that they haven't got time for a pre-workout meal before they actually go and work out. They want to come straight from the office, get straight to the gym, bang it out. Um, yeah, they've, they've not got time to consume a proper meal, absorb it and then utilize that in the gym. So what are some ways people can get around that? Um, being prepared. Yeah, cut the shit and get it done. <laughs> Actually, like you must... that's not really solving the problem. <laughs> I think, no, I do, well. That's one That's I one think that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I think if you know that you're gonna go to the gym after work mm-hmm. and you've had a long day at work and you finish at six, you're gonna get to the gym at half six. However, you had lunch at one, that mm. is a that's a very yeah, very big, a big window gap. i would just pack something in the morning even mm-hmm. if it's like i don't know some protein shake powder mm-hmm. a, i don't know a little protein bar or some nuts or yeah. a banana yeah think think quick absorption i think is, is like, the key. yeah you yeah. don't want something too heavy no i think it, it depends on the guy if you're trying to get big you need to sort your shit out and get your food in mm-hmm. fat loss not such a big problem but you need something in you because you need to kind of have the energy to have a good workout Mm -hmm. but sometimes shit does hit the fan and I think that's where intra uh, workout nutrition is just as valuable as your pre Mm -hmm. so it's like can you actually sip on something while you're working out 
that could be yeah. your key. Mm. It could be some amino acid fluid. It could have a you know some sort of dextrose or carbohydrate solution with some yeah. creatine in it. Just sip on that while you're working out. It's better than you running on empty. Mm. And second, fruit, man. Just fucking yeah. sling some fruit in your quick, bloody bag. Quick yeah. That's what you need. You can break it down nice and quickly. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's your energy. Bang Something out. that's not too heavy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, same same yeah. as you mentioned with the protein powder as well. Again, it's quick yeah. absorption. You could, your body's able to utilize it as quick as possible. Yeah. I just think don't bother turning up to the gym if you're already feeling really hungry and faint and then you want to do a workout. Yeah, it's pointless. Mm. No and it way. happens a lot. And like, just like, go home and have a meal. It happens a lot and you're like, you've been training with me for a long time. You know the score. Sort mm. your life out. Yes. Yeah. It's pointless otherwise. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna come into the gym and give me sixty percent output, mm. then w- why are you bothering? Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, you're not gonna give yourself enough muscular stimulus to make the adaptations that you want to see. Yeah. Um, last one I thought we would do um, is my back hurts during a deadlift. I think this is a very very common one. People obviously thinking that a belt is gonna save them, which it's it's not. We we already know it's intra abdominal compression. It's not actually to hold your back in place <laughs> these things are like that's what of course it's for <laughs> people people look at these things and they're just like hang on i've got all these accessories to literally just stop me falling apart mm. and they feel like a little, a little rag doll um but what are some uh, some methods that you'd recommend to someone that keeps uh saying that their back hurts during it during a deadlift i would look at their start position to start off yeah, yeah start is position yeah their flexibility mm-hmm. as How well in the bottom position are they going too heavy too soon get your technicals yeah. right for you but I think also more leg drive. A lot of people, I see a lot of people with the cue of hips through, hips through. Like, use your fucking legs. Yeah. It shouldn't be all in your lower back. No. Drive the floor away. Because mm. mm. at the end of the day, you can't use your hips properly if your legs are not working because they're the first port of call. You're pressing mm-hmm. the floor. I think if you address that a lot of the time, that goes. Yeah. The second thing is, again, shoulder mobility. Because like the reason why you can't get down there is because you're so kyphotic so then mm-hmm. you've rounded your lower back you can't engage your posterior chain very well um so i think firstly looking at the technical model like have someone look at you properly because nine times out of ten it's not because your back's bad mm-hmm. it's because you're lifting it shit yeah you're just lifting it wrong and don't yes. be afraid to take down the load yeah no no not at all don't don't be afraid right. to do that don't be afraid to uh, start from blocks or go yeah. rack pulls or yeah, something like exactly. that and uh, i also find like that i also find people just don't warm up properly so what are you no. doing to loosen off some of those areas that are pulling into your lower back? Because yeah. if you're doing something that's big, chained, like a deadlift, like a clean, like a squat, you need to warm up properly. It's it's a it's a whole different ball game to you just turning up and mm. doing EZ bar curls for ten minutes. Yeah, you need to warm up. No one no one warms up their back. I've always found yeah. like it's weird. It's, it it it's very strange. Just like looking at yeah. like a system that's so so massive, but people are just like yeah. they'll do the the classic arm across, stretch <laughs> yeah. out my triceps maybe <laughs> real quick, and yeah. I'm good to go. I can suddenly squat for some reason. It's just like oh mate, yeah. come on now. Yeah. Time for a guessing game, guys. Uh, so it's it's gonna be a fun one this week. So I've I've put together some iconic. I use inverted commas. Whether they're iconic or not, you can you can make the call. Um, sports quotes from people in the world of fitness, and I want you to try and have a punt at who you think it is. Oh, be scoring you, be scoring you both exactly. Whoever comes out on top has bragging rights, and the other one has to cook dinner. Like I that. can already tell you I'm going to be cooking dinner <laughs> <laughs> whether you win the game or not <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless it's a barbecue oh, so you don't have a non-lab <laughs> oh lord alright guys well quote number one 
Pain is temporary. Quitting lasts forever. <gasps> Who said it? Anyone got any ideas? Maybe like... Muhammad um, Ali? Mm -hmm. is that no, that's like sting like a bee. Float, float like float a butterfly, like a, like a bee. Maybe. You can't catch me, Muhammad Ali. Have you, have you added that one in? Oh, no, that's not one of them. Oh, no, no, no. But that, I would have got that. That's, that's the quote, though. Yeah, you would have got that. I'm not going to make it most people I don't think... That. Most people would have got. Oh right, <laughs> what was it? My, My body's a temple. Quitting. Uh, pain is temporary. Quitting lasts forever. I don't know. Um, no. Maybe like uh, I can't imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger saying that. I I I tell you what, I'll do for some of them. I'll do an impression, but I can't do an <gasps> impression yes. for all of them. Some of them, and you okay. got a guess from my bad impression. Go on then. What's this one? I, I honestly, I. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I, I can't really think of how he... Like Bruce Lee or something? Yeah, no, I, I, I can't do it. Okay, yeah, that's I, my guess. I Bruce Lee, no, no ideas, Andy? I said... Just said Muhammad Ali. I said I'm afraid it is, it is Lance Armstrong. Oh, yeah. Quitting, yeah. La quitting lasts forever. Um, Take drugs uh, instead. So does your When he lasts forever, take drugs instead. Great update, 2021. Exactly. Oh, I love it. I still love uh, the film Dodgeball, just seeing you in that. Uh, it makes me laugh, just that, that, that iconic scene where he comes in and just says, oh, you know, I just you know won, won the Tour de France five times. What can I say? <laughs> Never quit. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, next quote. I only start counting the, inverted commas, reps. That's what this person's referring to, when it starts hurting. Ooh. I only start counting when it starts hurting, is the full quote. Oh, I can imagine that's, that's like, um, what's... Uh, Ronnie Coleman. Yes, that's Ronnie exactly Coleman. what I was going to say. The oh, peanut. Ronnie Coleman. The um, peanut. <laughs> I'm afraid you're both wrong again. Yeah. You should have guessed Muhammad Ali for this one. Oh, is that Muhammad uh, this, Ali? This one was Muhammad Ali. Yeah, oh. it's, it, he was referring to sit-ups specifically. He doesn't start, oh, count, he doesn't start counting his sit-ups until it starts hurting. Wow. Because he's a beast. All those sit-ups, a lot of spinal flexion. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> not such a fan. <laughs> I, when it when he start when it starts hurting, he's referring to his back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me! Right, okay. Uh, next one. Um, I, I, I'm honestly like kids. Uh, like I can't do the impression. Yeah, you can. I'm Come just on. so bad. There's one I can maybe do an impression of. Okay, right. Um, blood, sweat, respect. The first two you give, the last one you earn. No, that was, that was that horrible. Was sick. Like that The was... Rock. Yes. Bingo. Yeah. Oh my It's because he lifted his eyebrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did, did, did yeah. I? That was genuinely subconscious. I didn't even think about lifting the eyebrow. Uh, amazing, there we are. That's oh my real. God, that's so good. Last one. The first two you give, the last one you You're have. You're on nil. the way to the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Bad luck, Andy. Take away. <laughs> All right, so that's number three. Uh, number four, you can have results or excuses, not both. Know this one what's the one. what's the no I, I want you to try see if you can guess and i'll do you an impression this is arnie yeah thank right. god i didn't i didn't even you're going to... back to the other motherfucker yeah, are, just, ding 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 it's one or because I was, I was i thought the impression's gonna make it too obvious so i wanted to wait that's all otherwise it's gonna be that's in like, every gym now you can have results or excuses not both <laughs> get down <laughs> to the hopper to the chopper to the hopper, <laughs> to the hopper. <laughs> take him to the chopper but yeah exactly i'm not I would like people get who, who are hearing bad arnie impressions it's one all, guys. It's one all. Oh my one god! All. This is the oh. is this a decider? This Too is the wrong? decider. No, this is the last one. Okay. So whoever jumps in and gets this, jump in, wins. Jump in. All right, guys. So 
Last one. Why squat when you can curl? Oh. Said nobody. Why squat when probably you can Probably like... Uh... Probably like fucking... Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> probably Max. Probably oh you. Oh my God, that cut it. I know it's one of you dickheads. I had to throw it in there. Oh my god, that's so good. What are you guys? I wonder if I'll get you there, but there you go. I think I even mentioned it earlier in the pod as well. That's so, yeah, that's why I thought of it because you were talking about squats and subliminal messaging. And curls. So, guys, getting into the next common issue I think a lot of people have and see if we can find a way around it. Um, is that this person doesn't have any time to do accessories or remedial work during their sessions. Realistically, you know, maybe someone can only get to the gym two, three times a week. So obviously they want to bench, squat, uh, you know, all the, all the classic heavy compounds that they want to get in, but they've not got any time to maybe work on, I don't know, their, their rotators and their shoulders or their hip abductors or their ankle, ankle mobility and things like that. So how would you recommend someone tries to work around that so they can actually fit those into their session? I would integrate into the Mm warm-up so you actually warming exercises uh, your warming synergists that'll probably work in those bigger things Mm -hmm. and then if there's any conditioning elements i would integrate them in so like external rotation in a battle rope for example yep try and find big exercises that can give you some bang for your buck that's what i would do smart i like it um i i I, if if you've got time as well um maybe even just throw it in during your rest periods especially mm-hmm. if you've got longer rest periods if you're doing something like a bench and you're giving yeah. yourself two exactly. two and a half minutes in between sets get a couple of light dumbbells do some um rotator work there or, or whatever it may be that you're trying to you're trying would, to improve i would also emphasize how important it is because a lot of time we get that excuse and it's not a time issue so they can't be asked mm, yeah. yeah yeah i like i like adding it into the warm-up um depending on what session you're coming in for that works quite well. And also if you're, if you're talking about mobility, then that stuff can be done in between your sessions as well. You don't have to go to the gym and, That's and true. work on that. That's a very good point. Exactly. Yeah, you can do it in, in, like, in the car, in the lift. Walking yeah, up the stairs, anyway. whatever you want to do, anywhere. <laughs> anywhere you the are world when you're watching EastEnders. <laughs> I think it comes down to how, how much you want to progress. Yeah. And if it's a priority, you'll make the time, like Nat says, you'll do it at your gym. Mm-hmm. Do it. Don't do it at your gym, do it at your desk. Do it walking into the gym, do it. Whatever it is, get it done. Because if it's that important that your squat, bench, deadlift, whatever is going to need to improve, you'll have to factor it in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think another another uh, common problem people have that we, we should try and find a way around is um, people feeling bloated when they're bulking up or trying to you know go in a in a calorie surplus. They've got to eat maybe you know four or five meals a day, and they're feeling like it's it's heavy in their stomach. They haven't got time to eat it, or they're just feeling. You know, a little bit sick of having to consume that much food. Um, so My I mean, heart bleeds. Exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> someone get the small violins out for these people. Yeah. Oh no, eating too much food, boo-hoo. <laughs> but um, but I mean, I think you're, you'd obviously look at food volume um, yeah. in that case as well. Like you know, fiber. How, how calorie dense can you make your food? Yeah, yeah fiber yeah. as well is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what are they actually eating? Mm-hmm because um, obviously they do need a lot more calories yep. but where are they getting those added calories from Yeah. if you're trying to get it from having I don't know chicken breast and vegetables that's going to be so tough ain't happening more slutty calories I would say you mm-hmm. know you're going to have to eat some shit to get the calories in if you're that impo- if it's that important to you um, liquid calories 
they will help you and as Nurt says the fiber content of food that's gonna mm. really bulk you up and you ain't gonna get the volume of food that you need eating all healthy stuff it's no. impossible really if you're eating if you're relying on leaves and uh, yeah uh, unless like that, fat is your friend uh, yeah now we're talking extreme just to clarify because we're talking about someone who's trying to get huge someone who's on their starter journey where we're trying to make them eat more yeah forget what we just said yeah. you just need to be a bit smarter on how you get more in so especially it depends on the size of you in this in the first yeah. place someone mm. who's you know a hundred a hundred yeah. kilo bloke versus That's a 50 kilo woman like it's a very different kettle of fish because the thing is there's such a finer line in the amount of surplus so a surplus for a 50 kilo woman maybe you know two three hundred calories for the bloke it may be a thousand mm. so you've got room for as as you say Andy, those slutty calories but i think um, like the majority of people can just eat their maintenance calories and just focus on getting stronger mm-hmm. because there's, as we know there's a type of hypertrophy that will help you get better just by having better neuromuscular efficiency being stronger with your muscle fibers rather than the other type that we're talking about is feeding it feeding it feeding it um pumping it pumping it pumping it for the majority of people general pop you just need to eat sufficient calories and try and get mm. stronger and mm-hmm. you will get bigger because you're so undertrained as it is yeah. and that's probably the question that we're ask- answering rather than Ronnie Coleman trying to get huge yeah. slightly different because the problem is the thing that I'm trying to clarify here is this is not a license for you to go and eat a load of shit because you're trying no, to bulk absolutely not. that's the problem I suppose you could look at something like the Satiety Index again we've mentioned it a few times on the podcast as well and rather than going at the higher end obviously start looking slightly mm. lower end obviously mm. um, things that don't make you feel as full maybe prioritise those if they're sufficient enough in calories in your diet mm. as well um, to move on to the next one as well guys um, a common one I think I noticed this um, when we were training a client of yours Andy um, when they're doing single arm rows or a lot of rowing exercises people aren't feeling enough activation through their lats or through most of their back. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's quite a common one. Um, how would you say someone someone addresses that now? Yeah, I got a question exactly this actually the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, again, look at your, look at the shoulder girdle. Yeah. And how is that moving? Um, because nine times out of 10, that is the issue. Yeah. And sometimes, how people are doing it as well they just think about lifting the dumbbell up and pulling it back but have they actually thought about where where they should be engaging where they should be moving it mm-hmm. probably not yeah arc it back towards your hip yeah, yeah. For, for, for example yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the shoulder is number one as you say most people's shoulder girdles are crap and number two is we know the lats start from the shoulder and go into the pelvis so a lot of people got shit hips as well so it's like address those two areas then think about rowing into your hip not so it's coming from your shoulder rather yeah. than your bicep curling it up from your elbow mm-hmm. and you just basically bicep curling it the other and the third thing is start position setups most people just go on the bench all ski with hand on hand hand on the bench knee on the bench and then they don't have a fucking clue where their other leg is mm-hmm. mm. and if you are in a squiff position we just said your lat starts from your shoulder and goes into your hip that's going to change how you're gonna engage that so setting yourself up properly would be a major player for me also use the cable machine as well cable machine is so so good for when it comes to anything to do with rowing yeah Yeah. like try that first get your form right make sure your shoulders and everything is moving correctly and then you can start to load it on a dumbbell 
that's going to be way easier. Yeah, Again, yeah. just take a little step back. And build your transverse plane, so your rotationals, because your lats are going to help you do that. Yeah. So because we're so fucking stiff and we can't move rotationally, it also impacts you trying to engage your lats. Well, there we are. I feel like we're, we're, we're basically discovering all roads lead to shoulders, yeah. uh, pretty much during yes. this podcast. <laughs> Which I think they do, to be honest with you, um, in a lot of cases. Uh, the last one I thought we would tackle, guys, is another very common one I, I think we all get all the time which is I hate cardio but I know it's good for me I'd rather just stick it with the weight training I don't want to get on the bike I don't want to get on the cross trainer treadmill ski machine whatever it is they hate it because it obviously makes you feel uncomfortable elevating your heart rate to that sort of level um, what are some ways around that when people are obviously working towards their common weight loss fat, go- fat loss mm-hmm. goals so your fat loss should come from your food yep. so that's one way around it because you won't really out-train that. But there's an element of health mm-hmm. to do with training your heart. So yeah, it's a muscle. You need to work it. And we, we know that the mother of all energy starts from the aerobic system. Mm-hmm. So the better your aerobic system, the better your out- power output is going to be, the better your recovery is going to be, and the better your strength is going to be over time. So it's important you do train it, but you need to find a medium that you enjoy doing. So you don't need to run. You don't need to ski erg. You might just cluster exercises together to elevate your heart rate. But I think one of the reasons people hate it is because they don't respect work to rest ratios. And if you do, then you won't be sick in a bucket unless you're really, really, really undertrained. And therefore, you need to spend the time training yourself without killing yourself to begin mm-hmm. with to get your baseline up. But that's the major player for me. If you are incomplete resting with your work to rest ratios, you are basically trying to kill yourself without knowing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's so the problem. People have got to master their intensity, I think, a lot of the time. They don't understand it. it's it's these these bursts of, you know, uh, whatever you'd call it, uh, creating phosphate output in, in, you know, under 10 seconds. How intense can I perform for this think, short period? I think you find out a lot about people when you work them through different energy systems. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out a lot about yourself as well. So I think it's important you do it because you become a better person mm-hmm. from it, I think. You learn a lot about yourself. How do you mean? Well, our next episode. Our next episode is about mental toughness. Yeah. So, what that will roll into is that because okay. the more challenges you overcome, the stronger you become mentally, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you find out a lot about yourself going through the pain cave. I love that plug, mate, as well. Big mm-hmm. fan of that. Love that. <laughs> All right, guys, mediation time. Um, since Halloween's coming up, well, at least for us, uh, this is the, t- so we're recording this in 29th, so Halloween's in two days, but then obviously when it comes out, it'll have, have been and gone. Been and gone. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> quality of prior planning for us. Um, but for, for us, us, for us, exactly. for us, it's Halloween. <laughs> so I thought I would ask you, uh, how is the other a nightmare to live with? Oh, jeepers. <laughs> I that's this quite good one. There we go, exactly. Spooky loads. special. Download my ebook. <laughs> uh, Andy, do you want to do, do you want to tell me? Uh, you, I tell you what. I'll oh, th- that I'll is throw, the question. I'll throw myself in there as oh, well. Oh, okay. Tell oh. me, tell me, tell me. Oh no, we'll, we'll change it as well. I mean, I planned this to be to live with, but just to work with. How how am I a nightmare, and how is Nat a nightmare? Ooh. Nat's a nightmare because she fucking forgets everything. <laughs> Uh, you nightmare. Am I a nightmare? Yeah, come on. The only thing that's a nightmare about you is this fucking Hawaii wee wee that don't sync with anything. Oh yeah, to be fair, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I just, mate, I just, I just take some solace in knowing the Chinese know when I'm going for a shit. Yeah, That's... pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I'll, t- I'll take that as as as, as well, props. There I we think... go. The worst thing about me is my selection of phone. I never remember anything. <laughs> no, you in in my defence, you just give me so much to do. Yeah. That it's just the law of averages <laughs> that I'm gonna forget some stuff. It's a fucking high probability. <laughs> nah, come on, shoot your shot at me. There we are. We're used to you shooting shots at Andy during um, this, this segment. <gasps> come on, something, something, something better than my phone. Uh, Again, I'm, ta- I'm taking this as a massive compliment, guys. Something bad about working with you. I will call HR, which is man wants you, a t-shirt every week. Still. Man yeah, you always want man new wants uniform. new t-shirts every week. I, I want a uniform because I'm I'm repping. I'm always working out. Always want new it. uniform from me. <laughs> He's vegan. Can't take it to McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure they do. They must do something vegan at McDonald's. They do the Mac Plant Burger now. There we go. Well, the you know the Big Mac. They're doing a Plant Big Mac. Well, there we are. I think that's what they do. Plant Mac. You can take me to McDonald's. Yeah. Anyone wants to listen to listen to our episode where where I have a little chat about veganism as well? Go back. Treat yourself. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Thank you all so so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Muscle podcast. Uh, it's been a it's been a pleasure and a joy, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, go and smash your PBs. Go and smash your goals. All that good stuff. Yeah. Use these tips. Exactly. We don't make this for fun. Yeah. Or, 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 or do we? <laughs> or do we? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah um, thanks for listening. Subscribe. Also, if you are liking the podcast, please. I think you can you can rate it uh, on Apple. Yeah, if you bang us a five star. If review. you listen to us on Apple, rate us. Exactly. Rate us. Love that. Uh, <laughs> well, not us. <laughs> rate us. Max six out of ten. Rate this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take home to mum. <laughs> Bud- budget jokes. Um, we are also on social media at More Than Muscle Ltd. Um, at PT Andy Polides, at PT Nat Sylvester, and at Max Dodd Fitness. We will see you next week. You will do. Thank you.